Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck. I'm a retired accountant turned truck driver. I have reduced my debt to zero in a short matter of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. You're wanting to borrow some money but don't know where to go or what to do. I'll get started in one moment. Together, we're going to explore our finances and figure out how to improve them. Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth is a podcast to inform those to improve personal finances, whether it's eliminating debt or making smart investments. You're thinking about borrowing some money. You're not sure what you should be doing to prepare before you go out and meet with the lender. The first thing you need to do is ask yourself, why are you borrowing the money? And two, do you really need to borrow this money? What are you using the money for? Are you going to use it to buy a new car that you really don't need? Or are you going to use it to consolidate and pay off all those high interest rate credit cards? Whatever you're going to use it for, do you really need to borrow the money? Quit thinking about what other people think of what you own or what you have. You only need the things that you need and not what other people think you need. Having a new car to impress somebody may not be the best financial choice for you at this time. Maybe you need to increase your emergency fund first before borrowing more money. You need to think about these things before you go out and apply for the loan. Once you decide it, you need the loan for whatever the reason is, and you can't get by without it, or it will improve your financial picture down the road. The next thing you have to have is a budget. How much income do you have? What are your monthly expenses? And can you afford this loan? If you're going to use it to consolidate and pay off credit card debt, and the loan payment is going to be less than all the credit card minimum monthly payments, you most likely can afford it. But don't just think of that. Look at 100% of all the things you're spending money on every month that you have to pay no matter what. Do you have a mortgage payment? Do you have other car payments? Do you have child support? Do you have to pay for school, for a private school? All these things should be taken into consideration before you apply for the loan. The lender may say you can afford more than what you really need. Don't fall into that trap. Only borrow the amount that you intended to borrow when you want to the lender. Even if you qualify to borrow more, don't do it. Only 
borrow the amount that you need. Remember, your long-term goal is to eliminate all your debt so you can achieve your financial freedom. Also, if this loan is going to cut into your savings, whether your savings for retirement or savings for your children's education or you're saving up for a down payment for a new home, don't borrow money that's going to cut into your savings plan. Stick to all your plans and only borrow the money if it's going to help you achieve your goals faster. You decided you really need this loan. You have your budget in place and you're pretty confident you can afford the payment. You went online, you put in the dollar amount that you're going to borrow, you put in the interest rate you think you're going to get, put in a little bit of higher interest rate and see what the monthly payment's going to be. You've done all that and you're confident you'll be able to pay it and still stay on track with your budget and on track with all your savings that you have in plan. The next step is to check your credit score. Do you know what your credit score is? A credit score is what the lender is going to use to determine how much risk you are to them. The higher the number, a credit score range from zero to 850. If you have a credit score like I do, around 825, you're not going to have any problem getting any loan at a favorable rate of interest. The lower your credit score, if you have a 350 credit score, you probably won't get the loan. You're going to have a hard time borrowing the money. And two, you're going to pay a high rate of interest. You need to work on your credit score and improve the credit score. That should have started doing that six months to a year before you thought about borrowing this money. It's too late now. So check your credit score. Make your all your payments on time. And that will help you over time increase your credit score. If you have a lot of credit card debt, and you got them maxed out to their limits, that's going to hurt your credit score. If you're borrowing this money to pay off all those credit cards, that lender you're going to talk to most likely is going to require you to cancel those credit cards. You pay them off, and then you cancel them. That could hurt in the short term your credit rating because you're getting less credit. If you have a credit rating of 550 or higher, 600, 650, you're not going to have a whole lot of problem. You're not going to get the lowest rate, but you're going to get a decent rate of interest. What are you borrowing the money for is your next consideration. If you're borrowing the money to buy a home, or you're borrowing money as a line of credit against your home for a home improvement project, then you need to 
find those lenders who give out home equity loans. Your bank might do it, or there might be other mortgages, and that would be a lien against your property. It's usually a loan that you can draw on. They give you that a limit of a amount that you can borrow based on your other loans and your credit rating and your income. For example, I have an equity line of credit on my home at $40,000. I have the home paid off completely. I probably could get that increase, but a home equity line of credit generally comes at a higher rate of interest than a home loan. A first mortgage you can get now for around 3% or maybe less. An equity line of credit is going to cost you 5 to 6%, depending on your credit rating. So you would go to places to offer that. Could be your local bank, could be a credit union, etc. If you're going to buy a new car, you want to go to a dealer. Now, a lot of new car companies offer financing. If you hit it at the right time when their sales are slumping, they may offer a six or seven year loan with zero rate of interest. That would be the most preferred thing to do. I personally don't buy new cars. I think they're a waste of money. You buy a new car, as soon as you drive it off the lot, you lost 20 to 30% of its value. If you sell it a week later, you lost money and you still owe what you paid for it. We'll be right back. Do you sometimes feel like running circles and getting nowhere? Maybe you want your life to run toward achieving something more significant, but you are not quite sure how or where to start. If it sounds like you, you should definitely check out the Neat Lifestyle podcast. We talk about all aspects of getting organized to build the lifestyle you desire so that you can get started and not feel so confused or alone. Questions like, how do I organize life for success? How do I organize time, home, finances, and projects? All that and more we cover in the show. So, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, click on the show notes and follow the Neat Lifestyle podcast today. I personally look at a good used car. I figure out what kind of car I want, what I'm interested in, the type of car, and what I, features I want. And then I watch them as they come off of leases. And you can find a really low mileage used car, now it's usually three years, three years old, with all the features you want. Maybe not the exact color, but you can save a significant amount of money. The downside to buying a used car is the loan interest rate are higher than what you could get on a new car. A new car interest rate might be 3 or 4%. A used car is 7 8 or 9%. Again, it's all based on your credit history and your credit rating. Uh, I have a couple articles in my show notes that I'm going to refer to. And depending on the other types of loan, 
where you would go and get them. But I have two articles and 10 things to ask before you borrow money. Uh, maybe not to ask or to consider. And this is from www.discover.com, the credit card company. Personal loans, resources. 10 things to ask before borrowing money. And number one, you need to be careful who you borrow from. When borrow money, it makes good sense to only consider reputable lenders. In addition to doing your homework, be cautious about payday lenders and untested money borrowing apps. Borrowing apps are basically payday lenders. And if you don't know what a payday lender is, that's a place you go to borrow money to your next paycheck. And it's a really high rate of interest. So they're really going to rip you off. Two, think twice before borrowing from family or friends because once you owe them money, you could cause some problems. If something would happen and you're unable to pay it back, you could cause some problems. So don't do that. Understand interest rates and the cost of borrow money. It doesn't matter if you're borrowing from a bank or using a credit card. It's imperative to know how the interest rate works. This will help you better understand how much you're paying in interest over the life of the loan, or simply put, how much the loan will cost. The annual percentage rate is essentially the cost of borrowing the money you need. The lender should be able to tell you the rate and how it affects your monthly payment. If the rate is fixed, as is most personal loans, then your monthly payments shouldn't change as long as you make your payments on time. People with higher credit score typically pay lower interest rates, which may lower the cost of borrowing. And four, know why you're borrowing the money. We already talked about that. Do you really need to borrow the money? And what are you going to use it for? And what are you going to buy? Do you really need that item that you're thinking about buying? Number five, Create a plan for paying back the money, ASAP. Before you accept the funds, create a plan for paying back the money. With this plan in place from the start, you'll know which steps to take to minimize the impact of the loan on your finances, both in the short and long term. With a personal loan from Discover, you could have a predetermined payoff schedule and fixed monthly payments so you have a clear payoff date. I'm not getting paid by Discover. It's just in this article, they're promoting themselves. If you have yourself a budget and you think you can afford this loan, try six months before you borrow the money or at least three months, put the amount of money that that payment would be into your savings account and build up your emergency fund. That way, if something bad happens, you won't be hard-pressed to come up with money to cover those expenses and you won't have to charge it on credit cards. And number six, not all loans are created equal. You should never assume that all loans are the same as this could lead you towards the wrong product and or paying more in interest than necessary. For example, there are some differences between a personal loan and a personal line of credit as well as between a home equity loan and a personal loan. 
knowing the pros and cons of all your options will allow you to make an informed and confident decision. One of the advantages of the personal loans, for example, is it doesn't require collateral. You're not taking a loan against your house or car, and generally speaking, you're going to have a higher rate of interest. Number seven, some banks offer better terms than others, so do your homework, check around, and see what's out there. Again, avoid using payday lenders or apps online that you got on your smartphone because they're nothing but payday lenders, and they're going to charge you a very high rate of interest. Eight, think about what to pay for first. Unless you're borrowing money for one specific need, you want to prioritize your spending. Should you pay for home repairs first, then medical bills? Should you pay for education expense, then tackle projects around the home? Prioritizing your most critical needs ahead of time to help you get the most out of the money you borrow. So you're going to borrow money. It's a personal loan. Let's say you're getting an 8% rate of interest. I would suggest you pay off all your high credit card credit card inter- debt first, as that's going to have anywhere from a 17 to 20-something percent rate of interest. That would be considered a loan consolidation. If you have other things that you need to pay, If it's medical bills, contact your medical provider and set up a payment plan with them directly, as most medical providers will not charge you any interest. So pay that to them directly and don't use money you borrow to pay your medical bills. That's my experience. If you need a home repair something that needs to be done so you can keep the home livable, then again, you got to do that first. And number nine, don't bite off more you can chew. Just because you qualify to borrow a certain amount of money doesn't mean you have to. If you need $15,000 and qualify for $30,000, don't make the mistake of taking the additional money If you're not sure, you'll be able to pay it back on time. Remember, your goal is to reduce your debt. If you take more than what you need, you're not reducing your debt. 10. Even if you're in a hurry, you should remain patient. Whether it's choosing a lender or methodically paying down the balance of a loan, try to stay patient and follow your plan. This can help you get the most out of the money you borrow and have a better financial opportunities in the future. So don't make an extra payment on there if it's going to put stress on you and cause you not to make timely payments elsewhere. And then I have my second article, Borrow the Money Without Going Broke, and this is at thebalance.com, Borrow Money Without Going Broke. Make sure it makes sense. The first step is to make sure that borrowing is actually the right choice if you heard of good debt and bad debt. You're familiar with the concept. Good debt pays for things to provide long-term value and possibly even gain value over time. Bad debt pays for current consumption, assets that depreciate in value too fast like cars or risky assets 
or investment that might lose their full value or not generate enough to cover the principal and the cost of debt. Examples of good debt, a college degree, so some people with a college degree tend to earn more over their lifetimes, the purchase of an affordable home. If all goes well, since it can provide long-term financial benefits and control over your environment, you might even get to sell it at a profit someday. Examples of bad debt is buying an expensive car because it would lose value immediately and continues to lose value over time. You might even owe more than the car is worth. Paying bills such as cable, phone bills, and entertainment expense since there's no way you could keep borrowing to cover basic expense. It'll all come to an ugly end someday. Before you borrow, evaluate how long the debt will last and how much it will cost in total. Adding principal and interest compared to how long the benefits will last and to what amount they will rise or fall. If it's not an investment in your future, look at other ways to fund the need. I got a note here. If you use a credit card to pay your monthly expenses and you're not paying that credit card off every month, you're living beyond your means. You need to look at your spending and cut back somewhere because you should be able to pay that credit card off. So if you're using a credit card and you're trying to get more reward points and you're using it to pay all your utilities and all your monthly expenses and you're not paying it to zero every month, first thing you got to do is quit doing that. Second thing you need to do is start paying on it and get it to zero. If you got multiple credit cards, you know, doing the same thing where you're using credit card A to pay credit card B and it comes to zero, then you're using credit card B to pay credit card C and it doesn't come to zero, then you borrow more and you go back and pay A. If you're using credit to pay credit, you're in trouble. Run some numbers, calculate your monthly payment. What your debt to income ratio, if you're borrowing a home, it cannot be more than 42%. If you're borrowing money from anything else, your home debt to income ratio should be around 35%. For an automobile, maybe 10 to 15%. A personal loan, maybe 5 to 10% of your gross monthly income. That's just some numbers right off the top of my head. Borrow money with bad credit. If you have bad credit, it's hard to get approved. Any loans you get will have higher rates of interest, which you're going to pay more. Build or rebuild your credit. If you borrow money and repay on time, your credit will improve. You might not be able to get approved for the loan you want today, but over time, you can get your credit to a better place. Again, check your credit score. Making timely payments on everything and making timely payments on all your loan is more important than making extra payments on those credit cards. So making a minimum payment on time every month is more important than applying two or $300 extra every month and being a day late. As funny as that sounds, that is true. Be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast using an Apple podcast app, Please rate and review this podcast. For all your non-Apple users, you can download iTunes on a Windows machine and go to the upper left-hand corner, select podcast, do a search, 
reduce debt, increase wealth, you can then rate and review the podcast and also follow the podcast. I appreciate any feedback that I may get. Do you really need that money that you're about to borrow? Do you really need to buy the item that you're borrowing the money for? You need to think deeply and seriously. You also need to plan ahead before making any purchases that requires you to borrow money. That way you can get your budget under control. Maybe increase your savings so you have a bigger down payment or you can borrow less money. Whatever the case, does it make financial sense for you to go out and borrow money now or can you put it off another six months, nine months, or even a year to make sure you really need that item that you're trying to borrow the money for? Or to make sure that you really want to consolidate those credit card debt? Do you have a debt reduction plan if you're trying to consolidate? If not, you need to plan ahead. Don't be the person that goes out and just borrows money at a moment's notice to buy whatever they think you want or need. And then one day you may wake up and find out you really are working for the banks, credit card companies. And you're not getting any farther ahead and you're always broke. Don't be that person.